Happy Aloha Friday and welcome to My Ties at Sunset. Yes, happy Aloha Friday. Let's set an intention to have a really fun time today because it is uh, Hinamatsuri Day in Hawaii. Okay. Or it's about to be. We're celebrating already. Can you say that a little bit slower for some of our listeners who don't know what that sounds like or is? (laughs) Hinamatsuri. Hina means doll. Matsuri means celebration. And so in Hawaii... Um, because of all of our cultures that have mixed here, uh, my some of my parentage is Japanese on my mom's side. And the Japanese have um, Hina Matsuri Day. Uh, and they also have um, Boys Day. But we'll talk about that one in another one. Uh, but Hina Matsuri um, is more commonly referred to as Girls Day. And so it's a really wonderful... Um, holiday that we celebrate in Hawaii. Um, Japan actually phased it out and they combined um, Girls and Boys Day. They called it Children's Day, which happens in May. Um, Probably to be more understanding of uh, new terminology that people identify as. Okay. Which is fine. But in Hawaii, we still... um, we still celebrate Girls' Day. And it's kind of a really nice thing. At school, when you're growing up, the boys do nice things for the girls. Like, they pull out their chairs and they learn a little bit of um, courtesies. Called Southern Hospitality. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, but in adult career job type situations, a lot of um, male coworkers will treat their female coworkers to lunch. Okay. Which is really nice. Uh, it's all reciprocated on Boys Day, which is in May. You traditionally eat mochi. It's three colors, pink, white, and green. Pink signifies sweet blossoms, white, purity, and green growth. Okay. And uh, little girls often do origami um, paper dolls. And they're also given to girls as gifts. Um, but it's just really celebrating, you know, little girls, you know, to embrace whatever they can possibly dream up for their future and give them that kind of support to, you know what, your whole life is ahead of you. Dream big, you know, but then as we get older, we still celebrate. We celebrate all the ladies um, moms and aunties and grandmas, you know, we all have our inner girl forever. And uh, we celebrate and we reflect to see, did we live the dreams that we were hoping when we were little girls? You reflect on your whole life and then you kind of try to pass that on to the next generations. So you do that for like once a year, you reflect on your entire like life and hope and pray that you did exactly what you wanted to do or you achieved <laughs> celebrate your your life yeah absolutely celebrate all the women in your life um just just being grateful for all the women in your life um and just uh it's a good it's a good reason to just celebrate celebrate the ladies the men have their own day yeah i mean i think that's kind of nice to take a step back and be able to celebrate each other just for the kind of you know 
just for who we are, the way we are. I think I like that in Japan that they have kind of combined it so that everyone mm-hmm. feels included, just in case mm-hmm. you don't identify as a boy or a girl. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really cute. Like, I think a lot of people don't know about different traditions that Hawaii has or special celebrations and other cultures. But uh, Hawaii is the original Asian melting pot. So, you know, people <laughs> people hearing this were probably like, okay, so there are a lot of different um, celebrations that have been incorporated into actual official holidays. Um, I mm-hmm. remember when I was living there. I had extra uh, vacation time because there were extra mm-hmm. days. And I was like, this is fantastic. Like, who doesn't like <laughs> extra um, vacation days, especially when they're not used to them? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what else do you guys... To learn something new. Yeah. What else do you guys do? I mean, like eating mochi. I've always wondered why mochi like comes in certain colors. So now that I've... that Now that I understand that, and thank you for that mm-hmm. explanation, it, it's kind of fun. Um I think Bubby's is the best mochi that I've had on the island, but I only like their green tea. Mochi, mochi. ice cream. Oh, my God. I think they were one of the first people to make mochi ice cream in Hawaii. They're, you know, they're not cheap, really though. Nice. They're not cheap. Like a little box of nine of them was like 20 bucks or something. It was crazy. It was outrageous. Ooh, it's calmed down today. I ran to Foodland this morning. It was $6.50 on sale. You know what? I felt like I got gypped because I was like fundraising for someone's like, charity or whatever. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. We did that as for a fundraiser. Tori. I never got, I don't think I picked up my, my mochi ice cream. What, you bought it and you oh, never picked you. it up? Oh, man. I don't think I did. I, think I forgot. Wow. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. Supports local business. Support local business. I mean, there have mm-hmm. been... Many a times that uh, there are things that I can't get on the mainland that I can only get on in Hawaii, especially on Oahu, mm-hmm. and I miss certain things. There's always the snacks. What was mm-hmm. that? Uh, it's like crack, crack seed. Crack seed. Yeah, and they that is my childhood. I swear, every time I just think about it, like mm-hmm. especially lihi lihi moi, my mouth just starts to water. Lihi moi, margaritas. <laughs> Or, um, <laughs> gosh, they had all kinds of drinks with Lihimoy in it. Mm-hmm. Those Lihimoy margaritas. Uh, there was, like, some Mexican restaurant in Kailua. They had really good margaritas. Mm-hmm. I did actually approve of that. I never approved mm-hmm. of anybody's Mexican food on the island. I'm sorry. They still can't get it right. But, um, <laughs> and they tried to do barbecue. That's that's not a fair game either. And mm. if you guys are trying to travel to Hawaii, you will not find Mexican food or Texas barbecue. Like, just that is not in their it's not in their scope yeah we just don't have enough um uh you know we just don't have enough of these chefs that have those skills to come over here and open those restaurants i should totally move there and do a barbecue stand (laughs) like i would kill it kill it yeah we have we have a lot of um wonderful flavors in hawaii and there's we actually have quite a lot of restaurants, especially if you go anywhere near Waikiki. There's a lot of famous chefs who have their own restaurants here. Yeah. Um, we don't have like a lot of the mainland drive through ch- um, chain, fast food chains, but we do have a lot of small mom and pop um, little restaurants to really large fancy ones. Mm-hmm. And there is a culinary blend here in Hawaii that if you come... You just got to try something different. Try everything that you can. Um, be surprised. Just be open. 
to everything that Hawaii offers. Everything is delicious. I don't think I've really eaten too many things that were terrible. Well, I think the ramen, the ramen is like top notch. There's a few ramen restaurants that were like super, super good. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, there's all the touristy things, but, um, what is that curry house? Curry house in Alamoana. Oh, I mean, it looks That's unappealing, but it is a chain, but it's pretty good. And the best poke in the world comes to, is, is found in Hawaii. The best poke in the world is found in Hawaii. Um, we actually have a few chains that are, uh, or restaurants that have come from Japan directly and stores. Oh yeah. What's Don that? Quixote is a mm-hmm. chain store from, from Japan. Um, what's the one in Alamoana? It's like two stories. Uh, it's very, I can't, I can't remember the name of it, but I would always go It'll in there and get me. like, like quick food uh, or the Shirakia. That's it. Yep. Shirakia. Shiro-kia. Oh my goodness. They're. They're taco balls. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're, <laughs> I, I, they're always famous for those. And um, there's just so much good food. Uh, now they've made it into this massive food court. The last yeah. time I was there. And like they have like huge pitchers of beer and very cheap. And, and I, yeah. I mean, people would just sit there and drink all day. But I don't know what it's like now. But there's there's so much good food in that little food court area. I just... Not the main food court, but the Shirokia food court is, is just really in the Shirokia yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the I, I hear a lot of people are moving there because they're all remote now. Um, mm-hmm. So they probably are really busy. Well, I can tell you that our real estate prices are going through the roof again. Again. Well, they're always been through the roof. Like I try to I know, expel- but when they keep like getting explain- higher and higher, it gets more and more difficult and. You know, local families are tempted to sell their real estate, but unfortunately, they can't necessarily stay in the island if they didn't get enough. Because then, to turn around and buy something else, right? You know, it's a lot more money. Well, I mean, their their dollar <clears throat> goes further on the mainland. I I think I met like it sure a, would. a bunch of um, people from Hawaii and like Washington State. They try not to go to California too much because. California is pretty expensive as well. I think they would do better in the Midwest, believe it or not. The taxes are higher. A lot of um, Hawaii people move to Vegas, um, Las Vegas, uh, Nevada, um, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, I think um, uh, Vegas, though, right now is not not great. They're not mm-hmm. doing well. But, but you know what I thought was really interesting today was that the governor of Texas is actually considering a date when we're not all going to wear masks. And I was like, huh, really? Because there's only like 5% of of uh, Texans are vaccinated at this point. So I don't know how mm-hmm. you could put on date on wearing masks. And I actually thought about it. Like in some areas, maybe I will continue to wear a mask even though it's not required. Mm-hmm. You know, in just some situations. I mean, in the hospital, kind of makes sense to be walking around with a mask on. Yeah, for sure. You know, even in common areas. I, you know, I I look forward to more and more people getting vaccinated. I look forward to getting vaccinated. I like this idea of this Johnson & Johnson one when it's only one shot. Yeah, the follow-through the follow through and the follow-up is really hard. Um, I've heard that they might be considering a third shot because of the variants. Uh, mm-hmm. And so my parents just finished their second shot, and they, they actually did pretty well. They're not sick. They did not get sick from the shot at all. They were just a little sore, mm-hmm. and uh, they're actually considering a third shot. So, okay, because of the variants, and 
I mean, yeah, they're just talking about like how COVID is just going to be like the flu. Like you just have to get a shot like every year. It's just going to be one of those things. Mm -hmm. But like you said, Johnson and Johnson going down to one shot is so much easier. Get the flu shot and then get your COVID shot. Like boom, boom. Yep. You know? Yeah. I look forward to that for sure. I'm really happy that it's uh, spring. I can feel it. It's coming. Yep. It is. It's very (laughs) muggy outside. It's gross. I'm like... What happened to that cold, crisp weather when you could layer and look are, real cool? In are your you layers? missing the snow already? I'm missing the cool weather. Like it's supposed to dump rain for the next seven days mm-hmm. in Texas. Well, in Houston, and instead of like cold, it's just going to be rainy and gross. And I mean, I like the idea of cool, crisp air because you're not sweaty, you don't mm-hmm. feel gross, and you know when you go outside, like you're not going to be like, you know, you can bundle up, but you can't bundle down. That's the thing. Bundle up, but not bundle down because there's only so much you can strip without getting like in trouble. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> like nobody wants to be hot and uncomfortable. Not all of us can wear mm-hmm. like free flowing maxi dresses all day. <laughs> we have to wear pants here because of the mosquitoes. Like, come on. I know. I live in a swimsuit in Pareo all the time. We know. <laughs> Don't rub it in. <laughs> I I don't mind the hot. I will I will sit in my swimming pool. Yeah, but I if you didn't if you didn't have AC. if you didn't have that swimming pool, you'd be hot, my. You'd be hot. I know, and I was. I was. That's why I built a swimming pool. <laughs> or you just go to the beach. I mean, you can dump in the ocean. The ocean's pretty cool and all those things. That's true. So are there any I, other I love going to the beach. holidays coming up? I only can think of Lay Day in May. Well, there's Easter. Oh, Easter. In April 4th. No, I meant okay, like so, uh, special Hawaiian holidays. Um, I'm going to have to look. But I know that March 3rd is um, Hinamatsuri Day. Okay. Oh, and then you also have Hinamatsuri dolls, right? So you do your prominent Hinamatsuri doll display. Okay. Which are like traditional dolls, usually dra- dressed in kimonos. They have a thing about them that they're supposed to represent like your ideal self. Oh, well, I can you know, tell you I'm not... Not, not necessarily body <laughs> size and shape, but right. more of like the way that the kimonos were, were on and they might be holding, you know, a fan and they're just, they represent grace and... Gotcha. Yeah. And being pure and being sweet, which is what, I guess, I'm is not sure the that imagined was... perfect woman. I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure if that was like my girl goals when I was little is to be the perfect woman. Um... But I they are cute. The those little dolls of your older women, your mothers and grandmothers yeah. and aunties. Yeah, for I can every agree little with girl. That. I can agree with that. And um, I think that's why that's why they put these dolls to like remind you this is what you're growing up to be like. You know, a good in a kimono. girl. And <laughs> dress nice, looking clean. You know what? But, you Let's know, talk about it's... clean. I mean, being clean is an interesting <laughs> concept nowadays. Like. I think I've talked to a couple of people who don't shower every day and I'm like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, what's the concept of clean? I think showering yeah, is an that... absolute luxury. I love it. I could just stay in there all day, turn mm-hmm. into like a little shriveled up pickle. I don't know, something. I I was in uh, California visiting my aunt a few times in the very cold, uh, close to real winter winter months like it would be like on the edge of fall or you know 
just before spring. Still cold. But um, I noticed that they would not shower at night. They would only do showers in the morning Hmm. because it was too cold at night to go into the bathroom and take off your clothes, you know, and then get in the shower. They did. She wouldn't turn the heater on. Not even a space heater. I mean, come on. No, no, that's cold then. Yeah, I. I would say <laughs> so like, I understand if you're living like that. Yeah, I didn't like to take off my clothes to get I did it because I can't stand going to my bed. Yeah. If I'm dirty, I yeah. have to like be fully showered before I will climb into a bed. Um, yeah, uh, but I noticed that. When my daughter was in the mainland living over there in college, she would only do morning showers. And she said because it was just too cold. And you did, she didn't feel sweaty because it never got hot where she was. Well, I mean, I guess it's a case-by-case scenario. But people who don't shower for quite a few days or... A few days is too Do their laundry on the regular. I think that, that <laughs> might be crossing a line. But, you know, every so often, you know, if it's too cold or whatnot. But... uh I have never skipped a shower. Like if I, if I had to choose between food and showering, I would choose showering, which is very surprising because most people would be like, there's no freaking way. (laughs) Um, But I would. And I did that several times, uh, you know, in the army is like, people would be like, do you want to eat? And I'm like, no, I'm going to go to the shower because I don't want to wait in line for this shower. And I'm going to enjoy my time in that shower. Uh, Whether Mm -hmm. it's cold water or hot water, I would just brave it and get in there. But um, no, I'm just really excited that, you know, you have this, uh, little holiday coming up and, uh, thanks for letting me know. And I will celebrate with my nieces. Yeah. Uh, you got two beautiful we've never... little nieces. I actually have three. Oh, three now. Yep. That's right. Can't forget about one. the little one. Um, she, I picked her up the other day and she was like a little baby bowling ball. I held her like <laughs> a bowling ball. My mom had to stop me from tossing her like a bowling ball because it was so much fun. <laughs> But she is adorable. I love her so much. Actually, don't tell my nieces this, but I actually love the little one more than the other two at the moment <laughs> because the little one actually doesn't talk back. And <laughs> and I pick her up and I carry her with one arm and it's just so much easier. But my nieces are going to be very tall and taller than I am and probably way cuter uh, mm-hmm. because they're already cute. And I'm like, I really don't like this. I don't know how I feel. My brother's like, I'm in mm-hmm. trouble because it's just me. And I was like, you better get a boy in here, like, ASAP. <laughs> you need a boy dog. I think that's what, that's what he wants. You need a boy dog and you need a, a son because this needs to even <laughs> out a little bit, just a tad. So it's very good. They have, well, your your nieces uh, right now, they're all they're all Hapa. Yes, they so are in Hapa. Hawaii, we would say Hapa. Hapa means half. So they're half Chinese and half Haole. Yep. Yep, and they're just—I love Hapa Hapa kids. They just so pretty, yep. so adorable. Any race, it's just they just look good. And I'm like, man, you know, I think I harassed my mom the other day, and I was like, hey, um, I could have been taller, you know. She's like, be quiet, like, you know, <laughs> throw the towel, whatever. But yeah, Hapa kids are always like—you can tell too. You're just like, gosh. You got the There's best something of both just so genes. Beautiful. Or both you got the I best know. genes. Yeah. That's cute. But um, you know, in Hawaii, like a lot of people look at like other people's Instagrams and they're like, Man, is everybody like really that good looking? I was like, No. No. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> no. I mean, everybody like 
I just remember a lot of my friends, your guys there, like they wear flip flops mm-hmm. so much or slippers so much that their feet are just gross. And I'm like, guys, come on. Don't be ashy. <laughs> don't be ashy. Don't be trashy. Like put some lotion on. It's um the, you know, there's salt everywhere. Salt in the air and um, you can't escape it. That's true. You can't escape it. Yeah. So, but it's, it's softens your skin. You know, when I leave uh, Hawaii, my skin starts to dry out and it's like, I, I, I'm missing the, the moisture in the air and I'm missing the salt in the air. You went there. You had to use that word. You just went there. <laughs> that word is terrible. Oh my goodness. Um, that is like one of my, one of my pet peeves. My, my brother, stop it. Um, my brother, it makes me so uncomfortable. Um, my brother and I were driving and he started using that word and I just looked at him and I was like, I'm about to jump out of this car. Like, stop. And he kept just saying it over and over again because he's been working so hard on helping everybody in Houston and the Katy area recover mm-hmm. from our random blizzard. Like, what happened um, last week? Yeah. Like, last week doesn't even feel real to me, and I think we're still recovering yeah. from it. But he just kept talking about all of that stuff with the M word, and I was like, bro. <laughs> Like, stop talking about it. But, um, yeah, uh, Houston is still recovering. Parts of Texas still, you know, some people without water and some people really um, struggling out there. And my brother, I've been kind of helping my brother find the people who need help. And he's been out there Mm -hmm. every night. Like, currently right now, you know, on Aloha Friday, he's out there fixing people's pipes especially like the older people who don't have, you know, contacts or understand how to use Mm -hmm. their phone and apps to get um, people out right away. So we've been, we've been kind of hustling a little bit, um, getting back to it. I was freezing. I I, got to tell you, like, electricity is, is a beautiful thing. Um, Mm -hmm. When our power went out for 10 hours, the house got mm-hmm. down to like 40 something and it is just unreal yeah. because there's, I, I think I had four pairs of socks on three different types of pants. Like I was just freezing mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. And, you know, I think I used my dogs as like little heaters. <laughs> One friend suggested like, put your, put your dog down your pants. And I was like, I'm pretty sure my dog doesn't want to be down my pants, but it's a good <laughs> suggestion. But when I went to sleep, you know, we stayed you know, we stayed at the house and it was just so cold. And there was a lot of people who yeah. didn't lose power. They lost their water, but they didn't lose power. We didn't lose mm-hmm. water. We lost our power for quite a while. And and the pipes did freeze mm-hmm. up. Um, I mean, we were at a slow trickle, slow trickle for a while there. And um, yeah, we had to use a, a butane stove. We used our propane mm-hmm. gas grill uh, out there. And I mean, I, I felt bad. I have always prepared myself and my parents mm-hmm. for any kind of disaster and um we had way more than enough water and supplies but the only thing that i will say is my parents were really not great at um changing their batteries on their flashlight so they were doing oh. it in the dark and i was like yeah. you know they have cell phones whatever they can use the flashlight on cell phone but but now i was like okay you need to go and have one lantern in each room so mm-hmm. i yeah i went on amazon and i bought like everything up lanterns uh really high-powered flashlights batteries and it's all in like one location so every room has Mm -hmm. now a lantern that can be lit up Mm -hmm. both of them have headlamps 
and then they also have uh, flashlights too. Because you know, maybe with your um, military background and knowing all of this, I know you did a lot of research <clears throat> for emergency preparedness. Maybe we can put a kit together and post it. And you know, all of those Amazon links, and we'll post it on our website. Yeah, that's a really great plan. I think, I think a lot of people don't ever um, prepare and. Some people, you know, I talked to some people recently and they, they said if it got to the point where it was like so crazy, they wouldn't mm-hmm. want to, to be prepared because they wouldn't want to live through that. And I said, you know, you'd be surprised at how much mm-hmm. a human being has the will to live. And I said, everybody mm-hmm. has like assets that you would want, even if the grid, let's just say the grid went down. There are certain mm-hmm. attributes that people have especially when they're good people that you want on your team. And so I think it's a wonderful idea to be spreading the love and spreading the knowledge of how to prepare for anything, whether it's uh, weather related. Um, Mm -hmm. And let's be realistic, like any kind of human versus human sort of disaster or a zombie apocalypse. I mean, if you can prep (laughs) for a zombie apocalypse, you are prepped for any sort of disaster out there. And I strongly, strongly believe that. Mm-hmm. We learned well, a lot. I think, we learned um, a lot um, from Blizzard 2021. <clears throat> yeah, what came up with, uh, you know, you, when you said, um, you know, when you think about passing on your assets, um, that all came to a head for me when we had that missile crisis scare in Hawaii. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to call my daughter in California and I had to say, if this missile comes, um, if the land still exists, it's yours. Um, I, and I had to kind of tell her like where uh, the titles might be and where all of that documentation is. But if it, you know, and thank goodness some of it's online. So she has access to it, but it's, I should have been more prepared. I should have had a trust set up, which I haven't done. So I, that's something that I need to do. So I, I highly recommend, you know, getting yourself a, a trust, and well, if you have assets. Well, I think it's important to just be prepared. What were we talking about? Emergency preparedness? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to, um, yeah, say about emergency preparedness, how important that is. And you learned a lot of things with um, helping your brother and his construction company. Houston may go through another winter weather situation. This could be annual. It- how are you talking to these potential clients and saying, Hey, you guys might want to not only fix your pipes that have burst probably because of the lack of winterization, but you know, how do you go forward saying convincing Texans to say, Hey, you might want to winterize your house. Well, what I think is interesting is a couple of people that we visited yesterday, young couple, new kids, um, Mm -hmm. had no idea that pipes could break. They didn't know that there's like four different types Mm -hmm. of pipes that are used. And um, galvanized pipe is usually in older houses. It crumbles Mm -hmm. um, after a long Mm -hmm. period of time. Copper pipes, um, they will burst. uh, And the significant, like this, there's such a significant, like obvious burst in some of these. And the best fix is to cut that certain piece out and then put a new piece in and then, you know, put clamps and another one is PEX piping, which is more of the plastic pipe that a lot of people use. Uh, but there's different types. Yeah. There's PEX B and there's a PEX A. And PEX A is the best uh, because it actually has like Kevlar in it. 
and it has the ability to expand mm-hmm. under pressure and um, when okay. temperatures drop. So my brother said, you know, like one of the things and now you can't get any of that. Right. Like what was sad was a lot of people um, who had access to a lot of plumbing supplies and things. They hurried up and bought it so that they could sell it at a premium. Whether or yeah. not they were part of a plumbing business or not. Um, and that's been happening, like a lot of price gouging. Um, and, you know, those are the things that we try to avoid because it is illegal. And, you know, mm-hmm. when I was talking to this younger couple yesterday, they really had no idea that this could happen. They were like, no way did we know that the yeah. pipes could burst, that it would flood our entire first floor. They had just had brand new carpet put in. They had brand new tile flooring uh, in certain areas, their mm-hmm. um, ballast above in the kitchen for their kitchen light, it looks like a coffin light. It mm-hmm. had completely flooded and fell through. So, I mean, there's just, there was so much. And then they were talking about their windows were condensating and all that water condensation like fell down into their tile flooring in their kitchen, making it bubble up. Like there was just a, a, a com- compounding yeah. thing on top of it of you know how much water can do damage so the one thing that did that water yeah it freeze did freeze and then it melted because they didn't have electricity to in their house like yes in inside. their house because it was so cold it was cold enough but luckily oh they weren't God. there but they were yeah. medical professionals and so they were kind of stuck at the hospitals working so they didn't actually come home for a couple of days mm-hmm. and then they came home to that and that would have been a hot mess like all their stuff was ruined like everything is ruined, you know, that's on the oh, first gosh. floor. And, uh, you know, I thought it was um, interesting that what my brother explained to us is that insulation in your ceilings is below the piping. So if you can imagine, it's like drywall. Okay. And then, you know, I'm not an expert, but it's like, you know, the ceiling insulation, then your pipes that are open you know, and they're in an open space. Um, They are insulated, the pipes, most of the time. They do have insulation, but they don't Mm -hmm. have insulation on top of them or around them to keep them uh, warmer. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like a fur coat, you know, like you're not just wearing your thermals, you're wearing your fur coat. So So a lot of houses wouldn't have that. So if those burst up there, if they burst up there in your ceiling... Correct. That water is just going to come down. through the walls. Oh, it no. uh, bubbles up your paint. Uh, it warps your walls. Your ceiling fans come down. All the wiring is damaged. Oh, especially drywall. Drywall yeah. like And paper. so, you know, I learned a lot yesterday about, you know, why Texas houses are not ready for something like this. Like why it's so important. The problem is, you know, mm-hmm. if you run your water to keep your pipes kind of free flowing and moving. You take away the water pressure and the water mm-hmm. availability for everybody else. And that's why the grid was like completely stressed, right? Yeah. Because you turn off the power, the house gets down to 40 something, you turn the power back on, it takes a lot of electricity to get your house back up to like, let's say 68, 70 degrees. I mean, especially if your house mm-hmm. is not insulated well. And one of the things my brother said is before the power goes out, crack your attic. So we have an attic. I put a phone book in there so that mm-hmm. our heat from the house could go up into the attic where pipes are to keep them warmer. Mm-hmm. Did it work? Yeah. Like our pipes did not bust, knock on wood, you know, but we we did a lot of like mm-hmm. tricks and tips that a lot of people don't know. And we had water pretty much the whole time. Now our, our toilets stopped flushing mm-hmm. when it was like seven degrees, 
But that's understandable. So you just, you know, get water from the faucet, however slow that is, but you're still running yeah. it. So you just collect water and then you, you know, use it to flush your toilets. Toilets will still work without running water. You just have to have water to get them to flush. And so, yeah. Yeah, you just got to put it in the tank. I feel sorry for the people who have those fancy yes. tankless toilets. Well, you, you would dump that? water very quickly <laughs> into the bowl and the, the force would just, yeah, into the, the bowl force would go down. Hope. But And pray, you and know, hope. things don't come back up. <laughs> but a lot of people had um, their sewage come back up because the water pumps oh, at the sewage God. stations were not working. So a lot of like the sewers were oh, full. No. And, and so there's a lot of like compounding oh, issues God. that came up. We we were very fortunate. We were very lucky. And now, you know, my brother was very lucky. Only his internet went out. His water froze for a little bit, but he didn't have like anything burst. And he didn't even have, he didn't even lose power. And so he's like, you know what? Because of that, wow. I'm blessed and I'm going to give back. And so that's what we're doing. He's still at a job right now and he has one more job and it's already like late in the evening. But we're, we're working it out. I mean, I call mm -hmm. people. They're in tears. You know, they're sad. It's been two weeks without water, running water in their house. They can't take a shower. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, again, you know, the shower is like really important. Laundry. I mean, even doing laundry is is something, you know, having fresh a fresh towel. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people used all their towels to soak up water that came bursting through their ceilings. Like we have pictures of yeah. of ceilings like caved in and, and people's things ruined. So... We have a lot of we have a, a lot of old neighborhoods, a lot of older houses. Um, they're not set up for all this new sort of like crazy weather. So I think there will be um, mm -hmm. opportunities for people to learn, but also to prepare. Because we've had hard freezes in yeah. Houston, but they happen like every five to ten years. I just personally feel like it's either going to be every year or every other year from now on. And you might as well just do extra because it doesn't hurt to insulate a pipe. Yep. Put on a jacket. Absolutely. You can always absolutely. take it off later. That's I can I can absolutely relate to the flooding. Um in Hawaii years ago when I was a small kid, our house um we had like a major flood and we had five feet of water in our yard. That's crazy. Our house You're not was, even that much taller on, than that, um, Mai. It, You're like waiting. I know. <laughs> I couldn't go outside. My um our house was built um post and pier. So we were like two and a half feet off, maybe just two feet off the ground. There was a crawl space under our house. And then um, we had three feet at least of water Crazy. inside of our house. In fact, it was just over five feet because our wall, we had a front wall. Um, these kids uh, came on surfboards, paddled over our wall, knocked on the picture glass, big picture window, and said, hey, you guys want to be Aww. evacuated? <laughs> And I thought that was so cute. But no, we, my dad was like, no, we're going to stay in the house. So I was like, okay. So, um, yeah, I remember my parents putting me on my bed with, um, our cat and dog and we just kind of, and I was in wow. a flood of, of water for at least the whole, uh, it was like another two days. Two you days. slept with like water, water in my house. That anyway. water was not clean. I bet. No, it came, well, I live in an area that's, mm -hmm. um, marshland. So it's a protected um, reserve that was actually supposed to take extra water. But the the state or the city and county, who's ever in charge of opening up the floodgate yeah. doors for it, um, it had frozen shut. 
Wow. They didn't maintain it. So they made a promise to uh, the DLNR came in and the military, I think, also. They rebuilt everything so that um, this the neighborhood uh, wouldn't flood again. You know, this is the second time I've heard, like, certain government agencies not doing the right thing. That that ballistic missile uh, incident snafu was literally because somebody hit the wrong drop down menu, which is so archaic, by the way. And did you see that picture? Like they had their password like on a post-it. Like classic, classic mistake. But they had the password right there. It's so funny. When you look back now, it was it's funny. But like at the time, it was so scary. I. I don't even know if I called you. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I called my parents on the mainland. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I was on the phone with with uh, my daughter so in weird. California, just saying our goodbyes. So weird. It was. It was a tough day. My I talked. I mean, as soon as I got the text, my parents were still in bed. I literally texted them right away. My uh, son ran over. He's like, "Grandma, Grandpa," and they're like, "Nope." Yeah. We're going to stay right here. They stayed yeah, in bed. Yeah, I mean, I, I know your parents, they like, they would do why that. Why get up? Because, you know, like, who cares? <laughs> like, at that point, it says, like, what, 15 minutes? I was like, ah, 15. I just sat on my couch mm-hmm. and watched the news. I was like, all right, well. But the funny thing is, nothing ever played on the news. Did you know that? When I was watching the news, nothing. No. like On the um, mainland? Local news. There was nothing. No. Nobody... There was no alert system on the TV, nothing. It just came to our cell phones. Mine actually showed up on my Apple Watch. So I have a picture of my Apple Watch and my phone. And I was like, what Mm -hmm. the hell? You know? Um, But yeah, I just watched the news and I just sat there and prayed because I was like, you know what? Did I live a good life? Hell yeah. I'm in Hawaii. Yeah. And if this is it, this is it. And I was surrounded with with my family and I was talking to my daughter. That's all you can do. I don't even think my mom even had a reaction when I called her. She was just like, okay. Like, that's it. Like, she didn't know how to process what Mm -hmm. was happening. But we had lived already for a year in fear of some sort of imminent attack. And, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. something that was far from all of our minds. Like, this could potentially happen, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's just yeah. a wake up call. I think every so often, like you said, like the universe will nudge us with some sort of message. And at that point, like it made me very thankful for what I had, but it was, mm-hmm. it was incredibly strange. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. strange. So, <clears throat> yeah, I actually told her, I was like, um, if something hits, it's probably going to be a cascade effect, probably create a tsunami California. that will wipe out. Yep. everywhere that's yep. on the Pacific Ocean. So, <clears throat> and, uh, I we're lucky. Just... We're lucky it didn't happen. We're lucky now, it didn't happen. Do? We're lucky that, you know, yeah. people, you know, embraced the screw up and was like, all right, well, hopefully it doesn't happen again. But, you know, hearing things like, you know, the floodgates were like completely frozen because nobody maintained it. Here, it's like, well, nobody built houses or even thought about fixing up houses to prepare for winterization. You know, like winter weather. I mean, things happen here. It does get cold in Houston, but Mm -hmm. not that cold and definitely not six to eight inches of snow. Like, that's incredible. I I literally woke up, recorded Mm -hmm. it, and I was Mm -hmm. like, this does not happen 
in Texas. Like my hand was like in the snow and like there were snowmen. <laughs> it's like this doesn't happen. Yeah. So whatever you believe in climate change, <laughs> um, there's something changing. There's something changing. There's got to be something that's changing because yeah. there's no way we would ever in our lifetime have all that mess. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, let's all just we can just all do something, just a little something to make the planet better. If it's recycling, if it's, you know, trying not to go out and drive your car. So you know, often. I would love to I would love to stay home. Uh, I, I would love to or, not drive. People drive absolutely insane, more so than ever before. And you know what I've noticed? A lot of people are buying new yeah. cars. A lot of people have bought new cars that I know of. And on the road, I see a like maybe 10 to 12 new cars. And I'm like, where is everybody getting all these new cars from? Because there's a car shortage now. And did you know like a lot of people are stealing catalytic converters because of the uh, precious metals inside of them to make them? Crazy. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. But. And I I think about like um, the copper, when the copper goes up in price, which probably happened with all the plumbing that was people buying, is that uh, it causes crime in your electrical, your grids. Yeah. You know? I've seen them. They've done it here. And it's like, yeah, they get electrocuted. (laughs) They still try. If it gets you a little quick buck, you know, why not? That's how some people feel. Mm -hmm. Well, on a lighter note, it's been a crazy week. And I'm so glad that we have My Ties Mm -hmm. and Sunset to talk about anything and everything. And hopefully somebody's learned something out there, you know, from our experiences, flooding, random Texas blizzards, um, you know, all the things, but I'm excited to celebrate Girls' Day, Boys' Day, Children's Day, all the days. Yeah, Children's Day, uh, all the days. Yeah, it will be, it's going to be a better week next week, and we'll have another amazing Pauhana discussion while enjoying our beverages and (laughs) watching the sunset. So with that... Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out mm-hmm. at MyTiesAtSunset.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon for sure. Please support us. We are trying mm-hmm. to get out there and, and strut our stuff as much as possible. And we are also starting to write for Medium. So we'll definitely have to... Medium. Oh, and then, yeah, and look for exclusive content on Patreon. In fact, I would like to just tease a little bit of Patreon things that we're going to be talking about uh, for exclusive content is we're going to talk about all of our experiences with all the different neighborhoods um, around the entire state of Hawaii. Yeah, that's going to be really fun because I don't know if I know enough about all of them, but I know enough about my own experiences in every neighborhood. So that'll be just fun to talk about. Yeah, and if you want... Yeah, I think the best tip we have is free parking in Waikiki. Free parking. um, $25 per hour tip or something. Um, I think think there's a lot of tips that we could probably share and tricks. Uh, I definitely have a few. Um, So anyway, thank you so much. Happy Aloha Friday and enjoy your Pauhana. Happy Aloha Friday. And until we meet again, ahoy ho.